mom surviving life. Tough questions, real answers, awesome hacks. Hello and welcome to Mom Surviving Life. Today, Erica and I are going to talk about traveling with toddlers, what and how to pack, as well as unpacking when you get home. As always, please subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you are listening to us on, and please follow us on social media. Okay, so Carla has returned from her big vacation. I mean, two, two big vacations. <laughs> so we promised that we'd be back on the 15th. We lied. We lied through our teeth. We've both been tired and crazy and trying to do 4 million things, but we're back now. Um, this record was planned about four hours ago, five hours ago. <laughs> I feel like it was like days ago that we said we were going to record today. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> so in my head, this was planned like three hours ago. So, Carla, did Shane use all the wipes on the way down? No, but he did understand how much we needed extra wipes in the car and easily accessible wipes at that. For all things. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So how was driving a long distance with a toddler? So honestly, it wasn't as bad as I was expecting. Ella was actually really good. And we made our lives a little easier by bringing, well, not bringing, but like by having my nephew in the car with us to like do all the things she needed. Your nephew is amazing. He watched my kids when I had to load my car at your house. He was awesome. Yeah. No, he wants to be loved by Ella so badly. So it was good. We ended up giving him money. Like, we never discussed that we would give him money, but he came with us there and back. So we took two days to get there, and then it was 12 hours to come home. So it was a lot, but Ella was great. My nephew was amazing. Um, when things got, like, iffy, we he, like, jumped in and started singing songs with me and Ella to keep her happy. Yay! It was really good. He seems like a really good kid. And he's not even, like, 12. Like, how old is he? Like He's 11. Yeah, like, he's not even 12. He's not even, like, legally allowed to babysit yet. No. But once he is, actually, Shane and I are going to look at a house tomorrow. And it's not far from their house. And I'm not going to lie. It's semi because then I can just pick him up and bring him to my house to babysit. <laughs> or he could just walk over. Or is it not that close? Oh, it's not that close. But oh. close enough that it's not a big deal. If I like come home from a night, I can go and bring him home. Or he Ooh. can sleep over. Ooh, that would be awesome. Yeah. What was the best thing you did to keep yourself organized on the road? So we had a toy bin that sat between the two bucket seats in the minivan. So everything stayed in that one spot to keep it organized made my life a lot easier it was also like everything was there and then we also had um a dry cooler bag for snacks and a wet cooler bag for drinks also very easily accessible right there and my garbage pail my garbage pail I got from Dollarama that I posted on our Instagram stories was probably my best thing ever and still is to this day because Ella's like garbage mummy and hands it to me so I can throw stuff out. 
because if your kid is like, oh, it's got to go in the garbage instead of like throwing it all over your car, it's a win. <laughs> oh, my kids, I've trained them. Do you have like actual cup holders? Yeah. I've trained my kids to put their garbage in a specific cup holder. And then when we stop, I take everything out of the cup holder and we'll put it in the garbage. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's that's my okay. little mom life hack. <laughs> and finally, what was this is a good idea that we did? And what is your oh, my God, this is the biggest disaster. Why did we think that was a good idea? Good idea was the car mat thing that they can put on their lap to color and stuff however coloring car seat tray yeah the car seat tray is my favorite thing because she was playing with other things on it however I think coloring for Ella is still out of the question in the car because we lost a lot of lids (laughs) so there's a life hack for that that I haven't shared with you yet because I didn't remember that you were doing markers you hot glue like five markers marker lids together and then you put the markers in them. Um, and then you only give them one at a time. Like my kids, I have them. I don't want to say trained because that's a really bad word. But I've trained my kids because we have like a 40 pack that all the marker lids are up so they can see the colors. And then when they're done, they put them upside down. So then I know what markers they've used. And I can go and cap like the four markers that we've used before we're bored. Instead of uh, having to go through 40 markers every time. Right. Because I don't really have that much time in my day. Right. She's not really allowed to color with markers at the house so these were like the mess free markers so like if she colored on her car seat tray or anything else that it wasn't gonna make a mess and mark anything up so that was a good idea but like yeah the lids was an issue i still don't think i found them all but i will use that i'm gonna glue them together I will make, like, color sets and glue them together. Also, this is totally unrelated to Carla's travel, but, like, this is something that I started doing in my car because I have twins and I'm refusing to buy them tablets until they're four. Um, Personal choice. Don't really care what everyone else is doing. It's just what I'm doing. I bought this, like, tablet holder that goes on the back of the two front car seats. So my kids now can watch a movie with the driver's seat and the passenger. Yes, the front seats. And then I hit hooked up I've hooked up the tablet to the Bluetooth in my car. So then they get surround sound music because I'm not gonna let my kids wear headphones because they're just gonna turn it the whole way up and then go too loud, too loud. And then I'm gonna have to figure out Bluetooth headphones. Just no. <laughs> I'm now just doing in the car. And then I can hear it and I can figure out what the heck they're watching, which to me is a better idea. And then I can see if their movie's done and I can put something else on. Um so four dollars it's called a handy dandy tablet holder i got it on an auction site nice win for me because i already owned a tablet so it was like four dollars and my kids can watch stuff in the car Perfect. have you used it yet yes so i will discuss when we used it on my highs and lows okay. but all righty so toddler travel essentials so when traveling with a toddler these are all the items that are important to bring No matter the destination, whether you're headed away for the weekend to visit the grandparents or headed halfway around the world for a -a once-in-a-lifetime family reunion. That sounded all, like, -like. (laughs) TV-like. It's true, though, because honestly, like, 
whether you're going to the grocery store or you're going to Italy, you still need like certain things that are just like core, like you got to bring them everywhere. Absolutely. All right. So some of these items are diapers or pull-ups, whatever your child is wearing at the time. Diaper cream, because you never know when they're going to get a rash. White. Bring more than one type of diaper cream, too. I'm that mom that's like, I have three every time I go out. Yeah, there's at least three in my diaper bag. (laughs) Um, Wipes and extra wipes. Like, have wipes with your diaper supplies and then have extra wipes (laughs) for just standard messes. And changing pad, because you will probably have to change your kid somewhere else. (laughs) Unless you change your kid's standing. Right. I don't do that. Ella's gotten really good at laying down for me now, so I'm, like, game on that. (laughs) A potty seat, if toilet trained, or we have travel potties that work out really well. Wipes or sanitizer for little hands. Again, this is where the extra wipes come in handy. Easy on, easy off outfits. The fewer the buttons, the better. And PJs, because you never know if you're going to stay out a little later than planned. At least two pairs of shoes. <laughs> They're known to go missing. <laughs> we lost one when we were out this weekend, and luckily someone was like, Hey, is this yours? And like, actually, yeah, it is. Thank you. <laughs> Rain and cold weather gear. So an extra sweater, a jacket, pretty much what you would pack if you were going out. Pack extra for them, too. Blankets. An umbrella stroller. Shane and I just picked one up when we went to Pennsylvania. We bought it in the States. They're way cheaper. I feel bad for all the Canadians out there, but I found a really good one that was super cheap in the States at Walmart over there, That and I couldn't find anything comparable here for the price. So it worked out really well. Um, it worked out that we were going to the States and I wanted an umbrella stroller because Shane happened to pack our stroller in the very back of the shipping container. So we had no stroller to go away for a week. (laughs) A backpack carrier. Probably so instead of having an, um, like, instead of putting them in a stroller, you could just carry them, I would assume. I'm assuming this is something that, like, we see on Instagram with, like, the hiker people that you put on, where, like, that you can just put them on your back, like a backpack. Yeah. Which probably would be good, especially during a nap time, because then they can just conk out, like, on the back of you, and you can just continue doing what you're doing. Right. Our umbrella stroller also at the zoo, instead of taking Ella out to see all the animals, we just lifted the stroller up. So she could see the animals so we didn't have to fight with her to get back in every time. <laughs> I saw that. And I was like, that's so like, I, at first I'm like, that's so stupid. Like, why would you pick up the stroller? Just pick up the kid. And then I'm like, no, no, I get why you're doing this now. Like yeah. in my head, like I went through the dialogue and I was like, no, that's actually like so smart because then she doesn't realize that she has to get out. Right. And, and there was how many able-bodied people that could pick her up? Oh, yeah. Well, we went with my brother and my sister-in-law and my niece and nephew to the zoo. So there was lots of us. Yes. Hey, you need a car seat? Sometimes a rental car company may be able to provide one, but 
having your own, I feel, is always a better option. And if you're flying, apparently, I saw this hack on Instagram, that car seats are not required to adhere to weight limits. So invest in a car seat cover and put a whole bunch of, like, diapers, if you have a specific diaper brand, in the body of the car seat so that when it flies, you can actually bring your diapers with you and you're not going to have a whole bunch of weight somewhere else. Not that diapers weigh, but just in case. It's a space <laughs> they thing, They take honestly. up a lot of room, yeah. Yeah, it's space. Pack and play or travel crib. We, I love my pack and play. We bring it all the time. And sheets for the pack and play. That you don't don't have. bring a pack and play to my place, but I also have two play pens. Right. Well, yeah. Don't bring one to yours. Because you have them. You have two kids. Six months older than mine. I don't need to bring them. Um, and sheets for the pack and play is always a bonus. If they make a mess, it's easy to clean up. A bed rail, if your toddler has moved out of a crib. Or a pool noodle. Depending on the season you're in, generally you can hit up like a dollar store or like a Meyer or something along those lines and get a pool noodle for like two or three bucks and it's going to save you all that space while you're traveling and you can generally just leave it at the pool if you're at like a tropical vacation place. For so I have with. another suggestion for traveling. Just grab a bath towel and roll it up and shove it in there. Yes, that's the other any- alternative. <laughs> uh, baby monitor and batteries. Especially if you're traveling to another country, make sh- especially like from going from like North America to Europe. There's there's something different with the batteries. I've heard this from more than one person. Just bring the batteries. <laughs> and if it doesn't take batteries, make sure you have converters. <laughs> and the charging cord. <laughs> Your passport, your child's passport, birth certificates, keep them in a safe place. Consent letter from another parent if you're traveling solo, regardless of marital status. Shane just went through this before we went on all of our vacations. He took Ella to the States because we live super close. And he got questioned a lot coming back. And they just wanted to make sure. They were really good about it, but things happen, and he re- like he understood. He wasn't mad about it, but now we Those know people who have nothing to hide have no issue with it. But you have to make sure, especially if you're traveling and you don't have the same last name as your kids, which I have. Like my kids have their dad's last name, so if I were to cross the border, I would need documentation from their dad saying that like I can travel with them. So. Shane at the border, they made him read his last messages with me, which is hilarious because they were all me doing the arrive can app for him or yelling at him to shut his phone data off because I didn't want his expensive phone bill. <laughs> and they're like, nothing yeah, to do with, right. nothing to do with like, you can't take Ella anywhere. Just please don't run us up a charge and let me help you get back into the country. <laughs> Right. Like, I think it's okay that he traveled with her because I, one, yelled at him to shut his phone data off, and two, helped him get home. (laughs) Extra plastic bag. I keep extra in the bottom of my garbage can 
because you just don't know what you're going to need them for. I have a roll of stuff from the dollar store of, like, garbage bags. Yeah, that's smart. I'll take up less room than stuff shoved under my garbage can. All right, health and safety. Traveling with toddlers means escaping your and their comfort zone. So do what you can to make your home away from home as safe as possible. And as comfortable as possible because it's new to them. And it's a lot for them. Ella, we tried to keep her schedule as much the same as possible with nap times and bedtimes. It worked out pretty good for the most part. One thing I will say about traveling with toddlers, especially with kids that are on such, I don't want to say such regimented routines as we have with our kids, but my kids like know what to expect next. And when we go away, even if it's for like a night or two nights, we have not been away for a week yet. I just can't afford to do that. Um, It takes them probably about two weeks to get back into their original routine. So that's the other side of this equation. And I know that you went through this when you came back from your second vacation. Ella was really struggling. Oh, yeah. And you were like, you sent me a picture of you crying. And I'm like, it's okay. (laughs) I was a mess. So our second vacation was us, Shane and I, going on vacation by ourselves for a long weekend. So we left Friday and came back Monday. And Ella was picked up by my brother, her uncle, from daycare, and we picked her up on Monday when we got back. Tuesday was not a good day. Not at all. She did not want to leave me to go to daycare, and she ended up, the daycare teacher tried to take her from me, and I was like, nope, can't do it, and took her and walked away. And then thought I got her in a place where she could go. And they ended up having to take her from my arms screaming. And that was really hard for me. I don't even like to talk about it because I feel like I'm still emotionally scarred from that one. It honestly felt worse than the first day I dropped her off. (laughs) And I thought that was bad, but this was way worse. I think... A big part of it is because now that she's older and she can vocalize it more, it was harder on you. But well, I mean, she understands it more, right? She she was good while we were gone because she was busy and had lots to do and people to play with. But when I called when we left the airport to come and get her, my sister-in-law told her I was on the phone and she lost it. And then, yeah, she lost it, like, the whole next day. But it only took, like, two two or three days, and then she was a lot better. Now she's just, like, running into daycare again. So probably, like, two solid weeks to get her back to, like, completely okay with going back to daycare and knowing that mommy's coming back. So health and safety things you should carry with you when traveling. First aid kit with thermometer. Kids' medications for gas relief, pain, bug bites, cuts, toothbrush and toothpaste, shampoo and body wash, nail clippers, sunscreen and a sun hat, outlet plugs, doorknob covers, 
toilet locks and other toddler proofing devices if you're going to a place that is new and they are still trying to get into a lot of things. Extra ponytails work as well for cupboard doors. Um, a nightlight if they require one or a nightlight for you to get to them so you don't die because you're also in a new spot. <laughs> that was my issue. I kept tripping over things. When or I your name is down. or your name is Carla and <laughs> you are just accident prone. Yeah, that too. Um, any required prescription medicine as well as a couple Tide Pods in case you have to do laundry, even if it is in a sink or a bathtub, they still work well. <laughs> Makes it a lot easier and just grab a couple and you're good to go. Makes it so much easier on your life to just travel with literally detergent. Yeah. That is safe for your children because yeah. you can go to another country and they're like, oh, we don't have that here. And you're like, well, what am I supposed to use? Yeah. Then you're kind of... The only other thing that I would say to bring for health and safety is in my car because my children like to fall um, a whole package, a whole like thing of Band-Aids and then some peroxide. Just because scrape knees suck. I mean, I don't have like fancy Band-Aids or anything like that because my kids aren't like there yet. Sometimes they just need a Band-Aid. So I have dollar store. It's like a 60 pack. I don't care. But it just and then spray peroxide just to get us home. Right. For sure. All right. Mealtime things when you're traveling. Spill-proof cups. Toddler-sized utensils and mat. Snacks such as cereal, puffs, crackers, fruit. Keep in mind TSA regulations. Food through security is pretty much anything. You can bring any food across, like, through. I brought a whole pizza home from Halifax. People wanted to be my best friend. And it wasn't because we loved the pizza so much. It was literally a Domino's pizza that I could get here. It was that Shane got hungry late at night. There was a Domino's around the corner that was open till 4 a.m. He got pizza and garlic bread and something else. I ate my cheese bread. He ate his stuff. And then we passed out and didn't eat the pizza. So I brought, I was like, I'm bringing it home with me because we can eat it on the plane. <laughs> well, and it's probably better than the airplane food, honestly. Yeah. I just didn't, don't, never buy food in an airport. You don't have to. You can just bring food. Just don't bring drinks. <laughs> yeah. Food pouches, though, I'd be just a little leery of just because they are a liquid. So you'll and, just research what you can and can't bring on an airplane. Yes. Okay. But for the most part, bring food. It'll save you a lot of money. And it will be the food your kid likes in the first place versus whatever you can find in an airport. Which these days is not much. Playtime, plane trips, car rides. They're not always short. So... Stock up on toys that your kids like that, one, don't take up, a, take up a lot of room or some of your kids' favorite toys and hope for the best that you have enough and try and keep them occupied. Actually, one of Ella's toys that she didn't get until this trip was, I think you got it for me. It's a 
like a book that has like the zippers and the clips and everything. That was not me. That wasn't. I could have swore that was you. I, or whoever got it for Ella for her birthday. It's, it's called a busy book. I know what it is. Yeah. That was is. not us. But I can't she, remember what we got Ella for her birthday, but it wasn't that. <laughs> are you sure? Honestly, I feel I can't... like you brought it the second, like on her actual birthday. No, her birthday, we got her the cutting Ikea fruit or the Melissa yeah, and Doug you fruit. you gave it to us before and then you came with more. So I think you did bring it for her. All right. Essentials for beach, lake, and cruise vacations with toddlers. Make sure you have swimsuits and sunsuits. Sunsuits are just bathing suits that cover more of the body. Swim diapers are always a must. Even though they don't hold the poop in. I really don't understand the point of them, but some places are required. For they make everybody else feel better. Yes. <laughs> all they do. That's really all they do. They don't hold anything in. No. Some beach toys. Personal flotation device, if they're using one. Life jackets, whatever is best for your kid right at the moment in time. I need to make this known as someone who used to be a lifeguard. If you are going somewhere with your family to any body of water, water park, beach, pool, all-inclusive resort in Jamaica, I don't care. As a former lifeguard, if I have to save your child and you are too drunk, distracted, or you don't care, I'm doing it one time and I'm going to another part of the pool. It's my vacation too. I am not your child's lifeguard. And almost every single one of these places that you've listed off generally either doesn't have a lifeguard or there's a lot of people there and you need to keep an eye on your children and you need to know and be realistic about their swim levels. Sorry, I just get very passionate about that because I've been on more than one vacation where the lifeguard in me kicks in and I'm like, I need to go save this person. And it's like, it's my vacation too. Yeah. Like I haven't been lifeguarding in almost 10 years now and it's still an instinct I have. And I I want to have a vacation, too, where I'm not worried about other people's kids in the pool. Fair enough. Baby powder or cornstarch to get sand off more easily. And a beach tent or shelter so they have somewhere to go to stay out of the sun. I have one, and we love it. Works well. We have one, too, although I will say if you have a beach shelter or something and you are going to the beach, please, for the love of God, actually anchor it down. Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you're like eight to like 15 pound child is not enough weight. No. <laughs> so those are our tips for traveling with toddlers. Hopefully you enjoy the next time you travel with your toddler. I am not going to lie. It was a lot smoother than I expected, especially the car ride with Ella for it being so long. So use these tips because they work. <laughs> 12 hours in a car. She did great. Yeah, I don't know if I could do 12 hours in the car with my kids. I'm pretty sure, like, my next trip is going to be another trip to Windsor. And thank God I have a tablet that I can put a whole movie on. We watched Frozen, like, two times in one day at some point. Yeah, Ella's um, not there yet. She doesn't want movies. She'll get there. Like, my kids are like, I want to watch Frozen. I'm like, okay. Did we you watched... introduce them to Frozen? Yes. Okay. 
I'm okay with frozen. It's my replacement of Coco Melon. So I'm okay with that. I'm going to start with my low. And please don't cry because I'm working through this on my own. And it's something that I should do. I did therapy. I mean, I'm in therapy. We all know where I'm in therapy. But I did therapy on Monday of, oh God, Monday of last week. We're supposed to record Tuesday of last week. And then we just haven't for a whole week. Um, In therapy, I talked about how I'm lonely. Um, I really want a partner. But... I'm not interested in dating to bide time. I want to date the person that I want to marry. And I don't know if I'm ready to date, but I also don't want to be alone anymore. And it's a very like, yeah, it's this like vicious cycled thought of like, everybody sucks and there's no one good to date, but I don't want to be alone forever. And and then I feel like my kids are missing out on something because they don't see me in a healthy relationship. And I feel like I'm missing out on something because I'm not in a healthy relationship. And then I'm like, I should probably try dating to find someone. And I keep going through this. (laughs) Well, like I have this thought, I'm like, I should probably try and re-download the dating apps and try dating someone again. And I've been in this cycle for probably about two years and you've watched me do this I don't know how many times where I'm like I've tried the dating apps and then I figure out that everyone sucks no offense if you're on dating apps but I'm very very picky um very picky but it's okay (laughs) the instant I see a red flag I'm like next nope 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 I'm good no the red flags are not a bad thing but like this cycle of like my kids are missing out and I'm missing out. So I should try and date. And then I realize everyone sucks. And then I'm like, well, I'll just be alone. And then I get sad. And then I'm like, it's just like a cycle. And it's kind of something I need to work through. And my therapist is helping me with that. So that's been super fun. Therapy has been me just crying for an hour at this point. (laughs) You like that most people. Yeah. So if you're in my boat, like, we can all just cry together and have wine. Um, have wine and support you. Thank you. Bonus points. I have not gone back to an ex. So, like, I feel like I'm moving forward as opposed to regressing to an ex. Um, so, yeah. The other thing that my therapist wants me to do is take my self-care seriously. And I know that on this podcast, we talk about that you're a person first and a mom second, and you need to take care of yourself. I am literally the worst person for that. (laughs) I put everybody first, and then I end up crying that I don't get to do anything I want to do, which is kind of funny when you think about it, because I'm literally the person that I'm like, everybody needs to do self-care, except me. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm taking my self-care seriously. I am really putting one foot in front of the other and making that a priority. I mean, we started recording late tonight because I was doing a workout and I was like, nope, I'm working out. I'm finishing my workout. Nope. That was bad. So yes, that is, that is one of my highs is I'm taking my self-care seriously and I'm really starting to see a positive improvement on that. Which is awesome. Yes. I mentally feel better. 
Yes. The other high that I have, my children are speaking in full sentences that make sense and they can hold a conversation. And I'm sure you've seen this, but there's other people that are in my life that are like, your children speak like little adults. (laughs) And I think a big part of that is I watched a speech therapy reel when my kids were months old, like I want to say under three months. And it said, if you talk to your children like a baby, they will talk like a baby until they're like six. And literally everyone who has interacted with my children, that's like, oh, you're I'm like, no, stop that. No, I would not tolerate it. I've not tolerated it. And I feel like it's for the better because my kids, while they're struggling to say complex words, they can talk way better than some kids that are bigger than them. I agree. I agree with this completely. Ella, same thing. We've never really talked to her like a baby. And she talks really well. Like, I still have a lot of friends with kids either a little bit older or a little bit younger than Ella that aren't talking at all. So it helps. I think it helps a lot. And I think daycare helps a lot with having, like, social interaction and learning more things and stuff because a lot of my friends' kids don't go to daycare. And although I know that's not always the like the case, but I do find that they learn a lot more very quickly. I will they're... say, like, one of my really good childhood friends is my kid's e- uh, ECE in their room now. And she even said, she's like, your kids are talking, like, fantastic. Like, I, some of the other kids that are, like, going to go to school – or that left to go to school, she goes, they're not even near where your kids are. And I'm like, oh, well, that's good. She goes, yeah, it's, like, really good that, like, your kids Isn't are this Isn't that mildly far. terrifying to you? I am terrified that Ella's going to be so bored when she goes to school because she's going to be too advanced. No. They're just going to end up sitting there quietly reading and just they're going to get straight A's and it's going to be a blast because – they're not going to have to worry. Right. But. All right. I'm going to start with my low two. So I have a giant work dilemma that Eric and I were talking about. And it's literally me deciding if I'm going to change careers. Which is mildly terrifying. There's a lot of pros and cons to weigh. But it's it's terrifying. Because it's very different than what I do now. I'm in finance. And I'd be going to safety and security. Which is more Erica's neck of the woods, actually. (laughs) Yeah, looking at our background, I think, like, the job is, like, designed for me. Uh... (laughs) You want to come back to Windsor? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) you you might want to question my mother on that one. (laughs) <laughs> uh <laughs> I mean if I still lived in Windsor I'd a thousand percent apply to it and I'd probably get it this based on my background <laughs> but my vote for this is that you need to ask a couple more questions and get a couple more answers and then based on those answers go the route that I told you to go and I know that that's like that's like literally like the vaguest thing to say but like you understand where I'm going with that yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it's a lot and it's stressing me out because I feel like I'm being pulled in both directions by 
both bosses, so it's weird. That's good that you have, like, job security that, like, they don't want to get rid of you. Because you're still staying within the same employer. Yes. You're just two very different departments really want you. So my high. So as we were talking, Shane and I went on two trips almost back to back. So we did a big family trip with my immediate family with siblings and nieces and nephews and my parents. And it was a road trip 12 hours away. Then we came home, like, so we were there for a week, and then we came home for five days, and then Shane and I hopped on a plane and went to the east coast of Canada and had a long weekend together, which was amazing. One, highly recommend a vacation from the vacation, and two, we didn't plan anything when we went, and other than, like, flights and hotels, but it was amazing. And I want to do it again. <laughs> but I am very busy in the next coming months. Because I have lots of work travel coming up. So that should be interesting. Shane's going to have a lot of weekends home alone with Ella. So, Oh, oh, joint high for the two of us. Carla's coming to London and my ex has the kids that night. So we're going to have a girls night. Yeah. We're going to try and stay out past 10 o'clock. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> you might have to come and hang out with like all the people from my conference because it's a young workers conference. So I'm sure they're going to be down to party. You know what? I could probably take you to some great nightlife. I don't think I'll have a car, so, but you will. But we're not. We can cab it. <laughs> we can just Uber. Like, we're not drinking. So not a you're what? Not drinking and driving. Not allowed. Oh, I thought you meant we're not drinking. And I'm like, no, no, we're drinking. We're, we're 100% drinking. Driving. We're just not driving. <laughs> I don't think I'll have a car there. So I think I'm out on that one. Just no car. That's okay. I have a car. I want a car. But <gasps> they don't, think to... they don't like when you drive your own car. <sighs> We could go to Alibi for late night. What is late night? Because this girl does not stay up very late. I will make sure. We'll have to have a nap before we go out. We'll do like a pregame nap. Like when we were 19 to stay (laughs) out. I don't know if that's going to work. I just will say when we did that, when we came back to like change from being out all day when we were out east, Shane and I just stayed in and never went back out. Because we were tired or whatever. We just like showered and laid in bed. (laughs) But like friends of mine were with us, but not with us. Like we did our own thing. And yeah, it was weird. But they were like, hey, you coming out for a drink? And I was like, yeah. And then we got to the hotel and changed. And I was like, no. I'm not going. But they didn't care. Ooh. My other high is that Shane and I got matching tattoos when we were out east. It is Shane's first tattoo. Yay! All I had to do is get him semi-drunk and all the oysters he could eat before he agreed to it. So, not 
so hard. <laughs> but yay! I'm so excited. But now he has like five more planned, so I'm mildly terrified for what's to come. <laughs> so Shane just decided to book a whole bunch of tattoos now. Pretty much. So he was supposed to get one with his best friend. So when his best friend found out about ours, he was mad. I was like, so you better have one booked and ready to go for ours. And he's like, yeah, I know. It's fine. Because he was worried that it was going to hurt a lot more than it did. And it didn't hurt that much. So he's like, I can handle this. I'm like, yes, you can. Although he was a wimp for like the the rest of the day after we got it done. He's like, it feels like it's burning. I'm like, it will be fine. Like, just relax. Only hurts for a little bit. And then tomorrow when you wake up, it will be pain free. And it was. And he's like, oh, it's gone. I was like, yeah. You think if it hurt that much that I'd keep getting them? <laughs> no. Or people that are covered in them? Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. We appreciate all of the support. If you liked this episode, please subscribe to the podcast. Jump over to our social media for all the links and all the stuff that we talked about. We want to hear from you. Send us a DM or an email. See you on the 15th.